and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast of your host, Joe. Many thanks for listening in. If you like the content, go ahead and smash that like. Really appreciate that. If you're brand new, if it's here for the first time, why not go ahead and subscribe, tap the bell, select all notifications, and you'll never miss a podcast. We're now over 1,200 subscribers, heading up to 1,300. Really appreciate all of you that have subscribed so far. Now, if you haven't already joined us in the Discord or Patreon, links in the description below. We've got a fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. Guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's free to join. Now, let's take a look at the market on this Tuesday. Now, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I did say uh, that I would uh, be on this podcast uh, with Mike uh, recording uh, yesterday evening. Uh, however, uh, due to... Um, an unforeseen circumstance, I'll leave that that, uh, that wasn't possible. But Mike will be back on, uh, sh hopefully, uh, e either in the, the next podcast or, you know, he'll definitely be back on it in the near future. And, uh, you know, Im Imran's eager to get back on. He's dying to get back on. Uh, we're working on it, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, there's been a few um, a few difficulties, but that that's all it is. You know, we're, we're hardworking individuals. Some Sometimes, you know, things... Um, you know, unfortunate things happening, you know, like I've mentioned with uh, Imran's internet, et cetera. Now let's, let's get on with the rest of the show, right? So total market cap uh, as it stands today, we've actually creeped up a little bit um, so far. So we're up 1.94%. Uh, micro bounce, that's all I'm going to say it is, micro bounce at the moment. Uh, global crypto market is 1.03 trillion. So pretty, pretty flat there. So why have we got a micro bounce? Well, at the minute, overnight, uh, the stocks started off, uh, uh, futures started off green, then flip red, then flip green again. And then we've opened up. We started we started going down. Then we, we've had a decent green candle, and now they're also pulling back. So there's actually a bit of volatility today. Um, you know, why, why the markets are really not sure in uh, which direction to go. We're, we're, we're still bearish here. Well, I am. You can see I've got the bear behind me if you're watching on YouTube. And I do think there's a little bit further to go down before we before we uh, get the move back up. If we get the move back up now, you know, absolutely 100% possible. You know, it happens. Can't predict everything right. But that move back up, I do think, um, you know, may not go to uh, higher highs. And we may, you know, be on, be on our descent. And that may just be another uh, scam pump ready to, uh, you know, trap more uh, retail or trap more uh, longs. Now, having a look at uh, prices across the board, uh, time of recording, uh, Bitcoin's around 21,550, uh, did did sneak a little bit um, higher. And, you know, it, it's just chopping at the moment. It's chopping between sort of mid-21,000 mid and 21,000. I think, you know, the next time if, if 21,000 was to go, uh, you know, it may it may it may struggle to may struggle to hold it the next time, and we may we may fall down heading towards uh, you know 20k, maybe high high 19 if if it's a little bit more bearish. Now we've got uh, Ethereum uh, is actually up four percent um, on the day. Better bounce on Ethereum, um, one thousand six hundred and forty dollars. Now across the board, you know we're starting to see a few bounces on a few on a few altcoins, but will it last? It could, you know, it's it's risky. It's risky at the moment. Um, Quite a lot of coins in the top 100, you know, around that sort of four, uh, five, five percent uh, here and there on up. Now, uh, more significant ones uh, is it Atom? Uh, Atom uh, ranked 24th. That's up 12.6 percent on the 24 hours. So decent, decent bounce at Atom, uh, trading at 11.60, $11.60. That is at the moment. Uh, you got Bitcoin Cash up 12 percent. EOS. EOS, uh, as I mentioned, uh, to be rebranded to Antelope is up another 18% on the 
on the day. That's 40, that's 40% on the week. That one's really surprised me, to be honest. I, you know, personally wouldn't have uh, longed it just on the basis of, uh, you know, rebranding news to to Antelope. I'm quite surprised that there's bit seems to have been a bit of significant FOMO uh, on EOS. And, you know, it's really, it, it's climbed the rankings. It's up to rank 33 now, market cap of 1.7, just under 1.8 billion, just under 1.8 billion on EOS. Um and I'm having a look what's above it. If this if this FOMO continues, it's you know VeChain, Algorand are just hovering above EOS. You know that so there's definitely if this FOMO continues, EOS could could creep into the top thirty. Absolutely possible. So yeah, so I mentioned you know stocks are having a uh, having a little bit of a bounce. Um, I say a little bit of a bounce it is it is micro at the minute. And and just as I've said that, actually, uh, the Dow Jones has now just flipped red. So pretty flat, pretty flat at the moment. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting day. Now, I want to talk about, you know, news just kind of focused on Bitcoin and the Bitcoin price and, you know, what's what's going on around um, Bitcoin at the moment? Because, you know, with Bitcoin uh, dropping to to 21K, and under we've we've got to kind of weigh this up. That is this is this the sign that uh, you know a, a significant um, sell off has started? How how bad how bad is this going to get? You know I have mentioned that you know that there's numerous uh, targets that the TA is potentially pointing to. We do expect lower lows on the channel. Is that going to be you know say 16 k sixteen and a half k fifteen and a half k? To be honest, you know some people who are hoping for a bull run to start soon and start making money in the bull run i believe better start hoping for that to be honest and the reason why i'm saying that is, is yes because i know that is um short-term bearish but that's that's going to be key levels to hold because we we know all you know if you've been following the ta on the main channel now we know how important that fourteen thousand six hundred level uh may potentially be we've got um nick you know mentioned if that fourteen thousand six hundred level is to fall then all, all hell could start breaking loose and that that's going to be really really bearish and you know p- potentially indicate that we're going under 10k i think personally just my opinion not financial advice i think there's actually you know quite a real i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna say significant and real chance of that happening just what i'm seeing on the macro i'm still pretty bearish you know medium to, to long term as well i don't think when we're just going to get out of this situation in the next month or two i do expect that you know there's a very good chance maybe you know 60 40 that this this bear market could drag into um 2023 i had to think about that then <laughs> i had to think about what year we're in yeah i do think that you know this could be potentially a multi-year bear market but again stocks will lead the way if they start heading down and um, bitcoin is going to be going down with them in my opinion so we've got sign of you know further turbulence ahead now, with with this with this current move down uh, that we've just seen from twenty five back down to, to, to twenty one, we had about five hundred million dollars in long liquidation. So, this is it. This ever says you know what are the factors? What are the factors that are going to you know keep driving um, the price down? But if there's easy money, if there's easy money to liquidate. Just just convincing all oh, the bottoms in. Let's go bullish. And it goes lower. All the bottoms in. Let's go bullish. And then it goes lower. All the bottoms in. And it go, you get the picture right. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of money being um, you know risked um, in on leverage and leverage going long. And it, it's just not the time. And the, these these um 
nearly said bears then, but well, they are bears, but Wales as well. Wales can just keep moving this price down and keep keep liquidating. And I actually believe it's in their interest to just keep accumulating and keep accumulating lower. And you know, I I've, whereas a retail investor may want to be make making their money a bit faster. I think a lot of these institutions, to be honest, you know, five five ten year plans did maybe didn't get into Bitcoin um, in twenty twenty or earlier. Now thinking, well, we've got another chance to move that price right back down to those levels, three thousand, five thousand. Who knows? I'm not saying it's you know it's going there for definite, but you better believe it's possible. That's all. That's all I'll say. I would say, oh, it'll never go there again. Well, it was only it was only two years ago. It's not it's not hard to re- re- reset two year two years of, of of economic work really when you think about it. So, you know, we've got the total uh, crypto market. You know, dropped as a whole. Um, you know, ten percent in this fall. Um, currently and. That $1 trillion um, that we're literally just hovering on at the minute, it's a psychological support. And if if that if that gets tapped again and you know it is to fall, in my opinion, that I think we could we could see another two, three, you know, four hundred billion just wiped off just like that. We've seen how easy it was to go from three trillion down to a trillion. So again, it, what what what's another you know five hundred billion dollars um to liquid liquidate if we're still um, the the key point being, if we're still in a um, risk risk off economy, uh, that money will be will be taken off the table. A lot of that belongs to institutions and not to re- retail investors. So that there's more money to be taken off the table if 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 things get worse on the macro. And you know another thing that's going to be um, causing concern, and again adding to all this uncertainty and adding towards uh, risk off, is that we've had the, the United States House Committee. Um, um, have uh, come out on energy and commerce, and they've announced that they're deeply concerned that proof of work mining uh, could increase the demand for fossil fuels. As a result, U.S. lawmakers requested the crypto mining companies to provide information on energy consumption and average costs. So again, that's gonna that's gonna potentially spook the crypto market uh, because it, any any time you've got regulatory uncertainty, that 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 spooks the big boys. Okay, they they want to be certain. They want to know what is happening with regulation because otherwise, that's really going to hurt them. That's times a um, more more reason to be getting money out, in my opinion. So obviously, I mentioned you know the lever the leverage liquidations. You know, over five hundred million dollars. You know, it's it, it's madness again. You know, we see a lot of um, uh, you know people overstretch themselves. You know, I I, I am a, I am a leverage trader. I I use risk management. I always. Uh, p- promote, you know, using uh, risk management at all times, and you know, more importantly to me, I do not invest or trade more money than I can afford to lose, and I do use um, low margin on trades uh, for what I for what capital I have. So I do do protect myself. But a lot of those liquidations out there, you know, people are losing life savings and doing all crazy things. And I ju- I just want to say to our community that I hope you know people in our community are are listening when we are saying. Don't, don't invest more than you can afford to lose. Do your own research. Don't overstretch yourself. Again, obviously, none of it's financial advice. Everything you do is at your own risk. But just seriously, seriously think about make sure you've got uh, money on the side because this this could get ugly. And if this gets ugly and it's down and you've lost all your money and you didn't you know didn't keep any on the side, well, just just ask yourself you know how how you're going to feel. That that's all I'll that's all I'll say on that. Now. More news on Bitcoin. We've got addresses in loss um, hitting um, another uh, hitting a one month high. 
as uh, Bitcoin uh, retests 21K. So uh, addresses in loss aren't as low as they were in June. Um, but, you know, if that lower low comes in, then obviously it's not natural to expect that there's going to be more uh, Bitcoin addresses in losses. And I think that, you know, the next time we, we tap that level, this this could last for, um, you know, quite a few uh, significant months. I'm just looking at the, um, yeah, I mean, the percentages are, are are really are really high now on on how many um addresses are lost are in a loss and you know we've got the the dollar right the dxy is continuing to rise um on this outlook back at back at what got to back to uh, 109 yesterday you know i've got targets of um 120 medium term and and 112 um short term if it hit, if it does get hit that 112 seems to be at a bit of resistance now at 109 but you know if it pulls back and then reverses back to the upside that 112 that is going to do um that is certainly going to do some damage and you know if it hit my longer term target of 120 then that's where i expect um to bitcoin to well it will be at lower lows it will be at lower lows if that happens i'm, I'm sure of that not that i can guarantee anything but you know what i'm saying so more again on Bitcoin, uh, the mining um, is currently, this one's an interesting one because our arcane uh, research, uh, you know, they've looked um, heavily into the into the mining situation and they're looking into the future. And I think, you know, it's good to, um, you know, just get out of the short term, get out of all the, uh, you know, the short term bearishness for a minute and just let's, let's start thinking realistically about, you know, like, I say realistically speculating because you know when we're looking so far into the future it is speculation we have to be we have to be completely honest and transparent about it so their 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 research is saying that you know bitcoin may be a significant energy consumer in 2040 i mean it's a it's a significant energy consumer in 2022 so it's going to be they're thinking it's going to be a lot worse in 2040 but but the key thing is this is it's going to be affected by the price and they're saying only if the price reaches um sev well two million dollars. Wow, two two million dollar Bitcoin. Now 2040, 18 years away. Leave us a comment below if you think Bitcoin can get to two million dollars by, by by 2040. I mean, it's very speculative. It's a it's a guess, isn't it? Let's be honest. But wow, I mean, I think we'd all be on the moon if we if we if we huddle to um you know, two million dollar Bitcoin. That said, you know, some people may not, <laughs> some people may not have eighteen years to wait in the market. I do appreciate that some of the some of the listeners are you know looking to make money in the next uh, two or three years. But you know, if you're a younger if you're a younger investor and you're here for the here for the long run, if you're long crypto and you you believe crypto is the future, are you dreaming of that two billion million dollar Bitcoin? Maybe some of you are thinking 2040, sod that. I want $2 million, 2030. Let, you know, you know let, let, leave us a comment. Let's see what you think is going to happen. But yeah, they've released, they've released this report today. Uh, they're just estimating the develop, uh, development in you know, Bitcoin's energy use uh, towards um, uh, 2040. But they're saying essentially if it hits uh, $2 million, they think uh, Bitcoin may consume 894 terawatts an hour per year. That's 10 times more um, than uh, Bitcoin uses now, which is quite frightening because currently Bitcoin as energy consumption, I believe, is around about the, the entire state of uh, Ghana. Now, I've not been to Ghana, uh, but I do believe, you know, well, I know for a fact it, it's quite a big country uh, in Africa. So 10 times that we're, we're talking like the size of a size of a, you know, a small continent potentially. So, you know, that that's pretty 
pretty grim. We're going to have to have some serious green measures by the time we're in, by the time we're in uh, 2040. But yeah, that sound that sounds absolutely nuts to me. 894 terawatts. There you go. But yeah, let's see if we get two million dollar big mil, keep saying billion two million dollar Bitcoin rather uh, in 2040. Now let's get off the Bitcoin news. Um, moving over to India. So news coming out of India is there's a lot of crypto adoption in India. Um, currently estimated around about 115 million. Now, I know that's, that's that's a lot of, one, that's a lot of people, but two, I know that's not a lot of the Indian population. Obviously, the Indian population is, you know, about 10 times that, but that's still, you know, a decent um, adoption level in India. Now, the, the, what the concern is here is that it's come out that a third, it's estimated rather, that uh, one third of Indian crypto um, users are concerned about regulations this survey was done by um kucoin and essentially it's based on the stance uh, the government stance rather towards the sector so i said india is now home to you know quite 115 million um crypto investors but what what this what this concern is about is it's it's basically focusing on um, how how um, how bad tax is going to be? How bad uh, regulations is going to be? Um, you know, a lot of uh, things that you know crypto users are are doing. Um, you know, currently in India, because you know the, a lot of that um, country is still um, developing. A lot of people are unfortunately um, you know below the the poverty line, and have have looked to look to crypto um, to a way out. And essentially. You know, some people will have done well in India out of crypto and, you know, made a fortune in, in ways that they may not have not been able to without crypto. And if the government starts, you know, cracking down on on the fact that, you know, that they've they've taken taken um, time, investment and, you know, their own risk and made us money, I can understand why, um, you know, a lot of them are, are very, are very concerned. I don't think it's just going to be India. We're going to see this happening in um in a lot of countries, in my opinion, I think there's there is going to be um, unease and different levels, different levels of unease, um, depending where you are uh, geographically, on on what your what your government's um, regulation is going to do. We, we we know we already know across the board um, how you know some some countries have high tax, some some have zero tax, uh, some countries have rather sort of very sort of uh, grey. Uh, rules you know it's it's still you know a gray area of the law so again talking about global adoption i think we're going to keep saying on this channel that we know uh you know more regulations coming and we do need regulations and again i've always said when it comes to regulations everyone's like terrified of what might might happen with the price uh i kind of feel that it will be short-term and if there's any damage, it'll be short term, but it'll be long term bullish. That is, that's just my my opinion and my, my speculation. If you know, if you think differently, please um, leave us a comment below on on what your thoughts are on um you know government regulations on crypto coming in the near future. But I do think you know it's something that we we definitely need um going forward for mass adoption, especially especially um you know where um stable coins are concerned. I mean, we already know CBDCs that are coming. Um, they, they, that, that's happening. That, that's guaranteed. A lot of building um, in the background. Now, some other news. Just on the Ethereum merge, um, Bitfinex is offering new chain split tokens ahead of the merge. So they're offering um, something that uh, they're referring to as uh, ETH 
ETHW and ETHS, and they're, they're essentially um, you know, going to be two uh, newly introduced uh, chain split tokens um, that will allow users to trade on the fork event. Now, you've, uh, this is going to be essentially on futures, um, uh, on Bitfinex uh, derivatives. Uh, this was just announced, and you know, it's going to be a launch of a, a new service offering uh, users the ability to, to to trade in the in these ways on on the Ethereum merge. Now, what are these tokens? Well, the tokens are available to users, and they, they represent um, two systems uh, involved in the merge. Obviously, proof of work and proof of stake. So, ETHW will represent proof of work uh, Ethereum, and ETHS will will be uh, proof proof of stake Ethereum. Now. These coins will be available and traded through um, Bitfinex uh, derivatives. And essentially, the, re the reason why uh, Bitfinex has come, up, come out with this or why, why they're saying they have is they're saying it's a better to prepare users for all eventual possibilities of the merge. So what one, one thing that these tokens do come with is an expiration date. And that expiration date is set for um, the, end, the end of the year. Now, why that is is because... According to the exchange, um, there are three uh, foreseeable outcomes of which these tokens can help um, users prepare. So if there is um, no consensus uh, change on the proof uh, work, sorry, on the proof of work chain, then ETHS is going to expire and uh, ETH will be given to all uh, ETHW holdings. However, if the consensus change is successful with no fork, then the opposite will happen. So ETHW will expire, and then ETH will exchange for ETHS. And then lastly, the third scenario is if, if both a successful consensus change and a successful fork happen, then both uh, tokens will, will be credited um, with ETH. Now, personally on this, you know, I wouldn't be... Um, I wouldn't be personally uh, trading these because I just I kind of feel like it's just one of those, you know. To me, is it necessary? Like, do you, if you want to trade ETH, like I would just be trading ETH, or want to trade ETH Classic, trade trade ETH Classic. That's just my personal opinion. Do I do I kind of see this as like a as a bit of a novelty? Yeah, it's a bit of a novelty. Maybe it's a bit more of a getting a bit more swing percentage points, a bit more a bit more risk, and I kind of feel like it's just like a. Almost like a to me, I could look. I could be completely wrong on this, and you know, someone else might have a completely different opinion. But I just kind of feel like this is some kind of like, you know, gimmick that almost to to come get people to come trade uh, derivatives, come trade futures on on Bitfinex. Look, oh, we've got these these chain split tokens. But that's just my, my opinion. I'm I'm not that's I'm not being like you know bitter or salty or anything like that. Absolutely not. You know, just because I don't use use Bitfinex, maybe some people think you know it's it's a it's 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 a great idea. And it, like I said, it's a way to make um more more swings on the merge. But I think it's just like it's a way of catalyzing on volatility on the merge, isn't it? Let's be honest, because we know that, look, it's gonna go could go up, could go down, right? So, but we don't. You know, the idea is that a lot of them are kind of betting on this as a good way of you know making money on the merge because. You know, a lot of traders won't be thinking it's flat. It's either going to go significantly down or significantly up. We personally on this channel, my personal opinion is it's going to be a sell the news event. And I do think that the price will will crash, in my opinion. Not financial advice. That's just my potential read on it. Could I be absolutely wrong? And could ETH, um, you know, maintain a bullish pattern? Absolutely. I just expect lower lows on ETH. Now, one uh, this this is a bit of fun, actually. I think... I quite enjoyed this when I read this. And this was um 
uh, crypto trader doubles uh, portfolio in a month betting against Jim Jim Cramer. Now this one brought a smile to my face because actually uh, I did I did actually did do something similar and I'll I'll come on to that in a moment. But so um, Jim Cramer, obviously those who don't know, um, a host of uh, CNBC's uh, Mad Money. And he's known, you know, for giving his um, investment expertise on the show when he, he talked a lot about um, you know, the markets and, and crypto. But in the crypto community, especially, he, he's developed quite a bit of a reputation for regularly um, missing the mark and not had the best um, calls um, live on air. Now, we've got a crypto trader on uh, Twitter, uh, Al, Al God. Now, he, he became, um, you know, pretty. Uh, infamous around uh, the Terra Luna uh, scenario because he actually pre you know, predicted the, the Terra Luna crash, um, so that definitely got got him a lot more uh, followers. But he had he had he had a bit of a laugh uh, on his Twitter, and uh, essentially he um, set up a, a trading bag or a trading portfolio that he um, called um, his inverse Jim Cramer account. Essentially, if Jim Cramer was going to call anything out as uh, bullish, he was going to short it. If, if Jim Cramer was going to come out with anything um uh you know short he was gonna he was gonna long it essentially so he what he's just he's just basically doubled um his bag going against everything that um you know uh, jim kramer said so it's a bit of fun the re the reason why uh, this this brought a smile to my face was was actually i did put a post out on twitter that um, i was actually getting uh short into ethereum at the same time that um on on, on um on the show on CNBC, uh, Jim Cramer uh, did actually say now's the time to buy ETH. I think the price was around about, I want to say, I think it was about 1850, maybe just under 1900. Obviously, yeah, it, it you know, fair play, it did, it did, it did go up to 2000. You know, he got an extra, you know, few, couple of percentage points at best, and then you know, it was absolutely you know, pulled back to where, where it is at the moment, you know, 1600 or so bucks. So I, I had a bit of fun with this one as well. I, I did say that I'm sort of trading against uh, Jim Cramer as well. But Jim, if you're watching, <laughs> I'm sure don't take any offense, mate. But yeah, he, he's uh, there's been a he's, he's been a bit of a bit of a fun character in the um, you know crypto community for for missing the mark. But I'm sure he'll, he could make some good calls in the future. Who knows? Now, getting back to the sort of short term, you know, bearish news as well. I mentioned on a few podcasts ago about um, uh, Ben Dow. Uh, that was the the NFT um, lending protocol. You know, I said you know brought up the news originally, and it really it didn't look good. And it actually turned out that it was a lot worse than that. So they've had to say you know that they're really sorry that they underestimated um, just how illiquid um, NFTs could be in the bear market. And what this is about is. Well, it came out yesterday that they, they essentially had to um, propose um, emergency measures um, to um, in an attempt to stabilize and protect um, the ecosystem. Now, why did it get so bad? Well, it got so bad because it was revealed that they had as little as 15 wrapped ETH left worth $23,000 or so uh, to pay back lenders. And... The amount uh, lent is approximately fifteen thousand ETH, um, so <laughs> you can see that you can see the problem there, right? Now, to save the protocol from a credit crisis, the Bendao uh, Dev team suggested that the liquidation threshold for collateral would be constrained to seventy percent of the loan value, um, down from eighty-five. 
do, I mean, they're trying to put these emergency measures in, but I think it's just, it's just an absolute mess. You know, we're continuing um, collapsing floor prices on NFTs in the bear market. I mean, I, I mentioned there is like a, you're always going to get this like sort of panic sell off in, in a downturn. And I, I do think, um, I do think there's going to be some apps like some robberies um, in terms of NFTs, uh, you know, especially land NFTs. We're seeing like prices um, continuing to tank. Like I, I did, uh, you know, personally uh, get involved in our, our DAO on Cheeky and in, invest in um, uh, some land in Satoshi Island. Uh, I know a member of our uh, community uh, put out that, you know, some of the land, uh, you know, we're selling for like 10 times less a price. So we're seeing some land, you know, significantly fall. That said, that land uh, probably wasn't as good. Um, but it, the point I'm making is, is that, you know, there's there's some there's some uh, people, you know, in desperate situations where just having to, in this bear market, it doesn't matter if it's NFTs, um, you know, any, any, any crypto coins, or, you know, just taking um, losses on, on leverage or whatever it is, people are just cut, a lot of people are cutting losses and the prices are continuing to fall, you know, constantly seeing um, investors uh, selling at a loss. Already mentioned, uh, you know, the Bitcoin addresses at a loss. And I imagine I, I don't have I don't have the statistics on NFT wallets at a loss. But I I would imagine that you know it would be fairly fairly um, significant with this this collapse of floor prices we're seeing. There's also you know potential fear out there um, that you just don't know. We've talked about I've just talked about regulations. We don't know what um, you know regulations could potentially uh, come out on NFTs. I'm I'm just speculating here, but you know we're already seeing how you know the SEC you know moved on Ripple and and, and other projects. If let's just say hypothetically if, if the if the SEC was to move on NFTs, could NFTs be classed as a security in the future? These are kind of things that you have to, you always have to be concerned of um, or be realistic when you're investing. I know it's so easy to say. I know that, you know, like we constantly go, oh, oh yeah, but that won't happen. I'm, I'm bullish on this and I'll, I'll buy it. It's all right. But this is where I just keep saying, just, just have some money on the side. Please, please don't invest more than you can afford to lose because you've got a lot of um a lot of uh, you know bullish accounts on twitter uh you know who it, it's in their interests to just be talking bullish to to be you know we, we call them moon boys you know just to be you know gaining followers it's in their interest to be constantly calling out this bear market's over or this bear market's over imminently the bottom's in the bottom's in but realistically they don't know what they're talking about they're just they're they're just saying that because it's in their interests. You know, they're not doing like technical analysis. They're not talking about the macro situation and they're not being realistic to this bear market might just be getting warmed up. This bear market might just be starting. Just consider that. Yes, okay. obviously it started in, you can always say, oh, it starts from the all-time high. That's common sense, right? So it, start, it starts, it started from November. But like I said, it could, it could just, it could just be warming up. And have, have we seen, have we seen anything near Max Pena? I, I don't think we have. And I think that, that there's still a lot of liquidation to take and there's, there's a lot lot more um, pain that could be inflicted. I'm just going to uh, take a look at um, some altcoins. I did mention that some some altcoins are having a bounce on the day. Now, one one that's got to be mentioned, one that's getting a lot of chat in our uh, trader tier Patreon um, at the moment. And, you know, Nick Smith again, I said has been crushing, absolutely crushing the TR on this one is Chili's. Chili's like reversed quick. 
uh, in the in this move down. Um, I, I did I did lock in my gains on this. Didn't didn't flip long because I think it was a bit, you know, it was a bit deemed as high risk to me. I would rather uh, wait wait to maybe um, I'm looking maybe to maybe shorter position on on Chili's when when this pump. Um, you know, stops, but it's it's continuing to rip to the upside. It's up another twenty one percent on the day. Uh, time of recording, it's currently uh, trading at um zero point two three seven nine. I'm just checking. Did it? I think it may have uh, even tapped twenty four cents. Or it certainly, if it hasn't already, it looks like it. It looks like it's going to go that way. Um, somebody um did did ask me in in the comments um on on uh, yesterday's podcast um where where did I um, think uh, Chili's is going to go. Of course, none of this is financial advice, just my my best sort of guess prediction. I think, you know, 20, 25 cents is going to be an interesting um, an interesting level. Again, 26 maybe beyond that, I think it's going to be a stretch, but, you know, certainly possible. Higher end, higher end, I think 28 tops. If Chili's goes goes through 28 cents, then wow, that I'll be like, fair play, that one's caught me off guard. That's really bullish. And, but said the higher it goes, the more confident I, I will be personally. Um, again, not financial advice, but the higher it goes, I would be more um, confident in laddering into a short with a type stop loss, with small margin, using risk management at all times. That's what I'll be potentially um, looking to do. So again, if, you, if you're interested in trading with us, check out link in the description below. Check out um, our traders here, Patreon. And uh, to our, our traders in, in our Patreon listening in, um, then yeah, Chili's may be, a, um, a short trade that we may be looking at in the near future, but that's not say when we'll be looking at others. Now, again, currently just looking across the board, trying to see if there's any. Obviously, I've mentioned, um, men, already mentioned the EOS uh, atom. Lido Dow has, um, you know, had a bounce, but I, I don't think that one's going to last long. I, w- I would be careful um, getting into that one. It did, you know, ripped up to ripped up to three dollars with. Again, it's all it's all based on ETH merge. Uh, uh, tickers LDO. That one's moving. That one's moving. Um, uh, with Ethereum, it, it will continue to move with Ethereum. There's not much else to say about that. Um, you know, if you if you're bullish on Ethereum, would would, would I get bullish on um, Lido? Yeah, I think there's you know potentially um, higher higher percentage gains there, but higher percentage gains obviously um, come with uh, more volatility and higher risk, of course. Yeah, apart from that, um, most of the top 100 are pretty, pretty similar across the board. Now, this, this is going to be an interesting few hours, definitely, I think. Definitely going to be an interesting few hours, just as I've been on, actually. Bitcoin's just starting to pull back a little. Reason being why this is that, yep, we're getting volatility on, um, on the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones kind of, Equities are kind of not, there's a lot of uncertainty. They're not really sure if they're supposed to be going up or down at the moment. So yeah, volatile times already mentioned. We've got the um, the Jackson Hole uh, Symposium um, this week that the Fed are meeting at. So I, I do think I did mention that this was going to add to the volatility. So that seems to um, be playing out. But yeah, my primary expectation is still just a little bit move lower. Uh, time to uh, you know be locking in gains if you are short. And then, you know, we potentially looking at that uh, bounce to the upside uh, i'm looking on twitter we've got um, a capo of uh, il capo of crypto he's calling it the scam pump the scam pumps coming to be fair to the guy you know he's been he's had some decent calls he's not been correct on everything of course nobody's ever correct on everything but he has called a lot of these uh you know these fake pumps scam pumps you'll often uh, see when nick's doing ta and you'll see on 
uh, on the thumbnails. Uh, you know, he'll put fake pump as well. It, why? I get some people constantly ask, why Why do we call it a, a fake pump or a scam pump or a, or a bull trap, et cetera? What, 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 it, it, what reason why we're using this language is, um, you know, this is just for, you know, people who may be new to crypto and don't, don't fully understand is that, these are moves in the market price is constantly moving um up and down up and down even if it's on the way down long run or up and down up and down even if it's on the long way on the way up but the market uh, is constantly chopping and it's constantly chopping to just keep liquidating uh, mainly liquidating leverage positions and yeah that's what it's designed to do that's why i always say locking gains when you've got them because this market will continue to chop it doesn't go straight down in lines it doesn't go straight up in lines that would be far too easy and we'd all make far too much magical internet money and we've got to work for it, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got to be smart. So that's why I always uh, promote locking gains. If you are trading out there, as ever, I always say, no stop loss, no trade. And yeah, I'm going to leave this one with you. Now, I did say on the last podcast, Mike would be back on with me definitely. Again, I said, unfortunately, it was there was unforeseen um, circumstances um, last night. However, I do, I am confident. I've spoken to Mikey today, really confident he's going to be recording with me later. So that one should be coming out um, tomorrow morning. So I'm sure you're going to be uh, delighted uh, to see, you know, someone else on the podcast. Probably some of you might be sick of just seeing me. Maybe you're not. I've had loads of lovely comments. I really, really appreciate it. You know, loads of comments saying, oh, Joe, we really appreciate your effort for for, for putting out all these podcasts every day um, on, on solo. So thank, thank you so much for those comments, guys. Um, and, and girls uh, that that really really do appreciate it it means a lot because it wasn't for you it wasn't for all you um subscribers you, you're the ones that you know keep us going and also you know you're bringing in more subscribers all the time and especially when you keep smashing that like as well keep spreading the content we really appreciate it i think we're going to be 1300 subscribers anytime soon and i'm i'm just like delighted you know make, make, love chatting with all different people making different friends and and again We've got, I say we have got the best community talking crypto 24-7. Come and join us in the Discord if you're not already in. Check the link in the description below. I'm going to leave this one with you. Thanks, thanks ever so much for watching, and I'll catch you in the next one.